Welcome or welcome back to Warriors Tales from the Great Oak. My name is Fernleaf, and today I'm going to be reading chapters 3, chapters 4, chapters 5, and chapters 6 of my fan fiction. My Warriors fan fiction. Alright, chapter 3. The smell of mouse bile rose in Junpa's throat. Yuck! Crowpaw, why do you have to be so mean? This is what happens. Junpa's wail woke Sage Eyes. Well, I suppose this is how you treat your elders, eh? Oh, I'm so sorry. My brother is such a nuisance. She started again. He's always getting us into trouble. I wish she just had some sense. We'll get on with our ticks and fleas. Then I'll come watch you fight. Speckled Sight said in a groggy tone. Okay, okay, I will, but promise. Once Junpa finished with the elders, she went out for a hunt. Their first assessment would, assessment would start in two sunrises from now. She had to be ready. Ugh, that's the second starling I've missed. I guess a mouse and a thrush will be okay for now. Junpa was frustrated with how bad a hunter she was. The first starling basically flew into her paws, and the second one looked like it was already dead. When she came back to the camp, many cats were gathered around the fresh kill pile, including the elders. So once she had added her fresh kill to the pile, she pouted over to the elders. Don't forget your promise, Junpa mewed happily. You wouldn't let us, Raspberry mumbled. All right, go get Acorn Fang. And we'll meet you in the training hollow, speckled sight mewed as Junpa bounced off. Now remember what I told you, never take your eyes off the opponent, Acorn Fang began. And when I come toward you, I jump in, up and slash, Junpa imitated in the air. Good, now go, Acorn Fang ran, ran toward Junpa, but she jumped in the air and landed on his back and pulled his scruff. How did you, what? That is a move that an apprentice learns when they're only a moon away from becoming a warrior. Where did you learn it? Junpa could tell how surprised he was, even if she ran all the way to River Clan camp. Well, I, uh, I just, my kitty pet friend taught it to me, she answered. I never knew a kitty pet who could fight like that. Acorn Fang still sounded impressed, and she saw a bit of pride flicker in his eyes. When Junpa settled down to sleep, she saw a starry figure in the apprentice's den. It called out, You are the one, Junpa. In two sunrises, head to the great oak. There will be four, one from each clan. They will find the past to save the future. Suddenly, the whole world went white, then dark again. Gingerpa! Junpa whispered. Yes, what's the matter? Some cat would think you had ants in your pelt with all that you're scrabbling, Gingerpaw mewed groggily. I had a dream. There was this cat with stars at its paws, and it was a ginger tongue. He said that I am the one who must go to the great oak two sunrises from now. Then he said, there will be four, one from each clan. They will find the past to save the future. I just don't get it, Junpo wailed quietly so she didn't wake up any cat. Junpa, that's wonderful. You're in a prophecy from Star Clan. 
Don't you know who you talked to? It was Firestar. Also, I've heard about a cat called Dawncoat from WindClan. She's had the same dream. Gingerpaw almost squealed loud enough to reach WindClan, and a couple of apprentices yelled at her to quiet down. And once they went to sleep, Junepaw was dazed. I'm a part of a Stark... Of a... I'm a part of a prophecy? A prophecy from StarClan? Chapter 4 The high-pitched mules of Frostkit, who was watching who watched his sister being dragged in by ice cloud woke Foxheart up. In truth, Fox Kit was Frostkit was slightly annoying with all his worrying, not to mention his constant meals of terror if he saw as much as a stick's shadow. Foxheart took pity on him. Sometimes when the other kits made fun of him for being scared all the time, but Ferntail usually took care of that by snapping aggressively at the kits' moms. Foxheart knew how Fox frost kit felt she herself had been teased about looking so much like a fox the clan wasn't even sure if she was a cat or not but right now all Foxheart wanted to do was sleep she yawned and curled up her weirdly bushy long tail wrapped around her that's when the dream happened Foxheart, a voice called wake up it called again she woke with a start then realized she wasn't in river clan anymore Hello, who said that? Puzzled, she looked around. Then she realized where she was. Welcome, Foxheart. I have something I need to tell you. Also, my name is Feathertail. You might have heard about me. Anyways, that's not why I'm here. In two sunrises, you must go to the Great Oak. There you will find what must happen next. Everything began to fade. Then Feathertail's voice called out again. There will be four, one from each clan. They will find the past to save the future. Chapter 5 Late at night, Dawncoat woke. It had been two sunrises since her dream. I guess I should head to the Great Oak. I just hope other cats are there, she thought as she licked the moss out of her pelt. As soon as she headed out of the den, Softvine intercepted her. Where do you think you're going? She mewed playfully. I'm just going out for a walk, Dawncoat lied. Let me come with you, Softvine asked. I'd rather you not. I just need some time alone, with my thoughts. She wasn't completely lying this time, but she still felt she had bad keeping secrets from her best friend. All right, whatever you say, Softvine muttered then as she walked away. Soon, when she knew no one was watching, Dawncoat slipped out of the camp and through the field toward the river clan border. Slowly, she approached it and looked around to see if any cats were nearby. But there were none, so she carefully crossed the border and made her way to the island. Dawncoat paused to taste the air. It smelled of RiverClan, a bit of WindClan, ThunderClan, and the faintest hint of ShadowClan. Slowly, she padded across the tree bridge, and she could soon hear a faint whisper of cats on the island. Soon, she recognized the scent of Junepaw, Crowpaw, and Foxheart. Hello, Dawncoat whispered. All three cats in the clearing looked startled, but calmed down when they saw it was just her. So, did you all have the same dream? Yep, well, almost. My brother insisted on coming with me. Honestly, he's such a pawful. She complained loud enough to wake up the whole of WindClan. Am not, Cropa yowled. It's you who's the pawful. I'm only be coming because you're too much of a mouse brain to go alone. 
That's not true. I would do fine without you here. I'll show you. Did any cats follow you? I bet ten mouse tails. You woke all of ThunderClan with your squabbling. A cat called from the tree bridge. White Feather? Donko asked. Is that you? Yes, it is. And this is the almighty crew StarClan thinks can save the future? Really, they look like a bunch of mouse brains, he muttered. I'd say the only mouse brains are these two apprentices. They couldn't even stop bickering when they were leaving camp. Who said that? White Feather called, unsheathing his claws. It's okay, don't worry, I won't tell. But you need someone who can help you, don't you think? The cat mewed as he walked into the clearing, moonlight sparkling on his pelt, making him look like he was a Starkland warrior. Oh no, not Lost Hog. It's all your fault, Crowpaw. Is not, Crowpaw said, anger blazing in his eyes. Is too, Junpaw spat back. Stop it, you ruin everything if you stop if you don't stop bickering, Foxheart yelled. Wait, Lost Hog, you you killed my mate, Donko growled. I hate you. I won't come if you come, and then all the clans will be destroyed because of you. Wait, I'm sorry, I I had to. He killed my mate and my best friend. I'm I'm sorry. Lost Hawk mewed sadly as he bowed his head. There will be four, one from each clan. They will find the past to save the future. Cats of clans, it is time. You must not bicker and fight. You must put aside differences and become one, as you did on the great journey so long ago. Please help your clans, or this will be the death of them. Chapter 6 As soon as the sun had risen, White Feather couldn't remember where he was till he saw the cats around him. Right, we're on a journey to find the past. How in Starkland are we supposed to do that? As if repeating his thoughts, Crowpaw burst out, I almost forgot that we were on a quest from Starkland, but how are we going to find the past? It's impossible! You aren't even in this prophecy, Junpaw mewed. Can you we please go now? I can't wait to be a hero. Mouse brain. White Feather knew it couldn't be as easy as that. He wished he could be a careless apprentice again, but he knew better than anyone that those days were over. Why can't life be as easy as catching a piece of prey? Clan rivals. I've got it. Guys, I figured it out. We have to go back to the times when we weren't rivals with any other cats. But how do we go back in time? It's impossible, Foxheart exclaimed. No, it's not. I found an ancient stick. It was from times when the cats lived here at the lake, before the mountains and before the clans. It whispers to me through the claw marks. I've heard it do the same thing to Jayfeather long ago. Junpa mewed excitedly. Well, go get it! Donko mewed loudly. Okay, I'll be back in a jiffy. As she jumped off, Lockhart, Lost Hawk, followed calling. You're not going alone if I have anything to say about it. Apprentices! Not long after the four remaining cats hunted and left some for Lost Hawk and Junpaw got back. It had felt like moons before they reappeared, carrying a broken stick together. Here it is, Junpaw grunted through a mouthful of wood. How is that splintered stick going to help us? Foxheart muttered to White Feather. I'm not sure, but I can hear whispers. I can hear them too, Donko said, straining her ears. To hear, but just grunted. So you all hear them too? 
I've tried and tried, but I can't make out what they're saying. White Feather could tell she was holding back a whale. Let me get closer. I can almost hear them. Foxheart started toward the stick, startling, startled by a starling as it flew over her head. When she got to the stick, she crouched down and put her forehead on the stick, and White Feather heard her breathing slowly. She's fallen asleep. Is she completely mouse-brained? White Feather thought. After what felt like an eternity, Foxheart awoke again, her eyes glowing as if she had just caught the biggest squirrel in the whole forest. What did you hear? Jumpa asked Eater eagerly. Well, well I saw the, this cat, and, and his name was Rock. She stopped to catch her breath, then went on. He said we must go to the cave where the tribe of rushing water lived. There's a cat who can give us answers. She finished with a wave of her tail. Whitefeather looked where she was pointing and saw the tall mounds. So here we are, setting out on a journey, all of us, as one. Chapter 7 Wind blew Junpa's fur the wrong way, and she could smell snow on the way. This won't be as easy as I thought, she muttered. Wait, I smell fox, she yelled. It was true. There was a snarling fox pacing around the group. The cats stood in a circle, backs to each other. The fox sniffed at Foxheart. You're one of us, the fox growled in a weird accent. You shouldn't waste your time with these cats, Foxheart frowned menacingly. I am a River Clan cat, she snapped, and nothing can stop that. The fox shrugged. She shook her head. True, you are much smaller than me, she said, tilting her head down till they touched noses, and then the fox ran back off into the woods. Who knew foxes could talk cat? Jumpa stared where the fox disappeared. I thought only Midnight could talk cat, but maybe she taught foxes, she finished. Okay, now that that's over, let's keep going. We've almost reached the mountains. Muskhawk meowed, tilting his head toward the mountains. I can already see snow. That's no good. Let's hunt before we reach the snow. Prey will be much scarcer up there. He finished. Junpa needed to hunt well to prove she wasn't some mangy kitty pet. I'll find two starlings, a mouse, and a squirrel, she whispered to herself. Soon, when everyone gathered back to the open, snow was starting to fall. But they were luck lucky to have Junpa. She caught the most prey out of anyone. Wow, Junpa, how did you manage to find all that? Lost Hawk asked, amazement in his eyes. Well, she mumbled through a mouthful of feathers. You see, I am smaller than all of you, so he went into the dens of the animals and laid them out for a hawk I saw overhead. When it came down, I grabbed it and swipe, gone. And for the squirrels, I climbed into their dens as well. When Junpa finished her story, she saw amazement in the older cat's eyes. When her brothers all she saw was jealousy. The sun is starting to set. Let's take the rest of our fresh kill and head a bit farther, Lost Hawk said, shaking his pelt, then added, only until we find some shelter. They went off in search for some place warm to stay for the night, and it wasn't long until they came across a small den at the start of the mountain. I'll check it out, Whitefeather said, who, as he opened his mouth to taste the air. Who? <laughs> Who's the there? A startled voice came inside the cave. G 
go away. This is my cave, it called again. Junpa could tell this cat was trying hard to keep calm. It's okay, we're just travelers from the lake. We're on a quest, and we need some shelter for the night, Junpa said in her nicest tone possible. Oh, okay, he stuttered, but that's fine with me. Come on in, it's pretty warm in here, he finished. So all six cats clambered into the tent. He was right, it was warmer in here. Wow, there's quite a lot of you, aren't there? Welcome to my temporary home. My name is Owl from Great Tree. What are yours? That would explain the weird way he talks, Junpa thought. He's a tribe cat. Are you from the tribe of Rushing Water? She asked, settling down onto the ground. Not really, but I'm from the cave of Rushing Water, Owl said, longing in his eyes. We need your help to find the past. All right, that is my few chapters for today. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed, and goodbye.